Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I think it's important that you get all the information about this particular topic before I go on and move on to it. And the Executive Clinical Director of Kerry Mental Health Services has described a report into the Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services CAMS as a very shameful moment for the HSE-led operation. Dr Maura Young said that failings have had a huge impact on the lives of the affected children and their parents. The review of the care of more than 1,300 children who attended the HSE-run South Kerry Child and Adolescent Mental Health Service found that 46 children suffered significant harm. Uh, This is a shocking, shocking story. She has offered her apologies on behalf of the HSE and there has been a there has been a breakage of trust and it is going to take a long time to rebuild the trust, said Dr. Young. And the clinical director added that after reading the report it was clear that voices the voices of the children and the parents were not heard and were pushed out of the service and that she wanted to restore their voices. Concerns uh, were raised about doctors' practices in two thousand eighteen and two thousand nineteen. And the Minister for State and Mental Health and older people has said she wanted to assure parents of children attending CAMS teams around the country that she is putting a complete audit in place of all 72 teams that are operating. The Minister said that she could not answer why the Department was not made aware of the concerns in 2018 and that she could only assume that after many conversations that it was other personal or it was was other personal in South Kerry CAMS personnel who were made aware and that to her knowledge, no one in the HSE at the senior level outside of Kerry Cams was actually informed about it. And Mental Health Reform and Children's Rights Alliance are reacting with concern to the review into allegations that young people who had attended the South Kerry Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services were prescribed inappropriate medication. I heard one on the radio this morning talking about it. It was quite shocking to listen to. And the review published by the Health Service Executive yesterday has examined the treatment of more than 1,300 young people who attended the services between July 2016 and April 2021 and finding show that 227 children were exposed to the risk of significant harm. Tanya Ward, Chief Executive of the Children's Rights Alliance, said this is an extremely concerning report. Significant harm has been caused to the children uh, down to lack of supervision, staffing and poor practices. It is simply not good enough that the individual practice caused such a negative ripple effect to so many. Uh, Why did systematic checks and balances not unearth this bad practice sooner? Why did it take a whistleblower to reveal the truth? And children should be able to trust their mental health services in in their hour of need. These families have been seriously let down and we must do all we can to fix the system so this kind of thing never happens again and to talk to me a little bit more about it is Fiona Coyle CEO of Mental Health Reform good afternoon to you Fiona thank you so much for having me what a complete and absolute clinical failure this happens to be and completely went when I may say unnoticed it wasn't reported to the right people and if it wasn't for a whistleblower we wouldn't know anything about it yeah, it's, it's absolutely um, shocking and exposed, you know, a real failing, you know, to, to those children and to those to those families. Um, you know, they're, 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 the families were just so let down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think the knock-on effect that that has, you know, nationally as well with, with the report being issued yesterday, you know, there's a real fear going around and, you know, that that's going to do a huge disservice uh, to children and young people as well, you know, if, if, if families aren't aren't mm-hmm. able to trust the, the services. But I mean, I mean no, really, no disrespect to the men and women who work within the service, and most of them are good people doing a good job and trying their best to help children, but the service hasn't had a great reputation over the last few years. People find it difficult to get appointments, and then as 
soon as you know they feel you're okay, your child is okay, you know they sign you off, and you could end up waiting another eighteen months if there's a, a regression to the problem of getting back into the the system again. So it has had you know, a bad light shined on it for years. But the idea that we would be misdiagnosing children and giving them medication, I believe that is given to, say, adults with bipolar or schizophrenia, is absolutely crazy, Fiona. Yeah, it's a a huge, like, it's a grave clinical oversight. And we, you know, we we know the, the issues are there with CAMS in terms of, like, children and young people are waiting on up to 18 months in some cases. We know that some of the teams, you know, there's wonderful people in the teams, but there's just not enough of them. And um, some teams are only kind of 60, 70 percent um, staffing rates. Um, so, you know, while while we need to look at, you know, the, the report and the recommendations that came out of it, you know, we, we really need as well to, to, to kind of, I suppose, show leadership and really addressing CAMS once and for all. And one of the things we were really delighted to hear echoed by the Minister of State, Marie Butler, yesterday was a call for a national director post um, in the HSE for mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this position was done away with a few years ago and it's just so important to have someone there at that level reporting into Paul Reid so they can drive forward these reforms and that they can have that that oversight to ensure that our, our systems and our support for children, for adults, for everyone is 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 meeting the demand and meeting the needs and their, you know, of mm. the quality See, that we, they we, need to be. We, we don't seem to take mental health as seriously as physical health, but and that's the reason for that is a psychological reason because we can see physical health. We can see a broken leg. We can see a tumour. We can see, you know, cancer. We can see all those things. But with mental health, it's so difficult to diagnose that we can't physically see it. We rely on people's experiences and people's, uh, you know, it's observational, I suppose, more so than anything else. And when it comes to children, I suppose parents trust doctors. You know, if a doctor says, you go to a doctor and he diagnoses your, your child through behaviour with having ADHD, for example. I mean, you trust the doctor when the doctor says, well, he should be maybe sending you for maybe more talk therapy with the child or whatever it is. And instead, the easy way out, it seems, in this case, is let's just, you know, let's just prescribe a drug that will calm the child down. If for a lot of people, that's not the answer. For some, it is the answer. But for a lot of people, that's not the answer. And unfortunately, that's just been done too quickly, isn't it? No, it's, it's, you're, you're completely right in terms of, like, you know, I, I suppose we recognise in our policies and on paper, you know, we are moving towards a more holistic approach to, 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 to mental health difficulties. But, you know, in this case, it, it, it wasn't that approach that, that was taken. One, um, one child I heard on the radio today was on three different drugs at the same time. And one of them was a drug, even the pharmacist questioned the prescription when the father brought it in because one of the drugs was, was prescribed normally to people with schizophrenia or with bipolar. Yeah, no, it's. I, I think there's there's no worries in those cases for what these children have have gone through. I suppose there's kind of you know a real sense of shame. You know, it's it's absolutely scandalous. And mm. you know, I I think now what we we need to to hear for to re kind of reinstate that trust is more details about this audit that the Tisha um spoke about yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen across the seventy two services. Um, you know what's going to look like, who's going to do it. That's, that's my know. fear. Are we going to see this is going to be happening not just in Kerry, but on a national level? 
Yeah, like that. The, the commitment was made by Tisha yesterday to do something, but we do we we need to find out what exactly that is. And you know, there is some of the recommendations in the report as well that we would be really supportive of in terms of you know the children themselves and the families would you know have some involvement in in the the governance of of the services because you know I I think. For as you said, for so many years we were afraid to talk about mental health, mm. and I think that's why you know it's, it's swept to one side. And even for families, it's really difficult for them to, to share, perhaps you know, to talk openly about how their child needs you know specialised support. And you know, we're moving away from that, and we're we're breaking down that Absolutely. stigma. But there's it's still it's still very kind of you know, cloak and dagger often at times. And, you know, we we need to continue to break that down so people can talk more openly um, about it. But Mm. but we also need to ensure that, like, all all the services have those checks and balances in place and that that this will never happen again. And on one one final question in relation to this, obviously we're dealing with children in this particular report, but on the final question, we've spoken before this show in relation to adults and mental health. And last year, the year before, I think it was, the Irish Examiner, uh, sent a reporter out to like 16 doctors, don't quote me exactly how many doctors it was, uh, pretending to be depressed. Uh, in other words, she, she was acting as such. And all of the doctors prescribed antidepressants on the first visit. Is that something we need to look at as well when it comes to adults? Yeah, like I, I think the commitment is there and there's an understanding, you know, we're we're moving away from a medicalized model, you know, and that there is, you know, holistic therapies, talk therapies, like, you know, each individual's mental health journey is unique to them and what might work for me might not work mm-hmm. for you and you know real conversations have to be initiated like I'm not aware personally of that that report so I can't speak to it but but, but, is, I, it, but is it a case that we just need to talk to doctors as we spoke about menopause there a while ago in the show when we talked about doctors not being specifically knowledgeable some doctors yeah. about menopause is it the same thing when it comes to mental health that you know people are going to their local GP for example you know with depression or with their child with, with behavioural problems and doctors maybe need to be a little bit more trained in dealing with that or refer them on for, as we talked about, talk therapy. Yeah, like I, I think some of the, the issues that come up from doctors as well is that, you know, when they refer people on, they're waiting 18 months and the individuals and the family are coming back to them again and again and looking for support. And, you know, doctors are, are kind of saying to people now as well, like if you can go, you know, if you can go private, go private. Like I think, mm. you know, that the services aren't there. Like people need the services at the right time, you know, at the earliest possible time. And and that's what we need to aim towards is that, you know, people shouldn't have to be making decisions based on kind of resources okay. or the length of waiting lists. And finally, for the parents out there listening who were very worried over the last couple of days when this report has come out and they've heard all these stories and they're listening to, you know, parents giving their accounts of these stories and how their children have been affected over the last day or two. What do you say to those parents who may, be, who may have children in CAMS at the moment? Uh, how could you reassure, or can we reassure those parents that, you know, their child is okay? Yeah, no, like I, I think, you know, as, as we know, that 
kind of cams is is in general, you know, they're amazing people delivering really high quality services. The HSE has opened a helpline um, as well, I believe, to for, for those affected. I don't know if it's been expanded to um, to others who may have concerns, but it might be an option. Um, and I think, you know, as I was saying, the College of Psychiatrists in their, um, in their kind of um, mm-hmm. press release on the issue have a number of questions um, that they would they would tell parents to ask the CAM services that might give them kind of ease of mind around, you know, the, the treatment and the care. And I suppose, you know, parents and, and the children, they have a right to, you know, to sit down and to understand what, what's happening and to, to question, like, you know, that it's really important mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that person-centred approach is is followed, that each individual child may may need something something different but you know i i think yesterday uh, hopefully will will be the end of that chapter okay. and that will move forward all right well listen thank you very much indeed i appreciate you coming on the air fiona coyle so ceo much. of Cheers. mental health reform and by the way the hse is operating an information line for those affected or believe they may be affected so if your child is in cams and you have any concern whatsoever in relation to medication they may be on or the way they were diagnosed uh, they do have a phone number and the number is one eight that's 1-800-742-800 if you don't get an answer straight away or you're on hold for a while give them a chance it's going to be very busy obviously over the last two days and it's open from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock in the evening 7 days a week 7 days a week there'll be people there to answer that phone so the number again 1-800-742-800 so if you've been watching the story and reading the story and you have concerns about your own child who might be attending CAMS or medication they may be on or being prescribed or whatever it is and you have concerns now about that because of course as a parent you don't know any better and I understand that some people may be a little bit more educated on the matter others are not and you trust the doctor the doctor tells you something you might even have your niggly doubts about it but you go doctor says so and even though your child might be feeling a bit you know off on the particular medication you trust the doctor but unfortunately um, that's the problem um, okay I want to uh, move on if I can Oh, sorry, there's a text there you want me to read out. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'll just read that out for you now. Okay, somebody says, regarding CAMS, uh, we must be the lucky ones because we are quite happy with the support we're getting from our CAMS in West Cork. My child's psychiatrist is excellent and is always at the end of the phone. We get regular appointments, often at short notice if needed. Our psychiatrist is very, very careful with my child's medication, always keeps us clo- keeps a close eye on increasing or decreasing slowly, watching out for side effects. Medication was only offered after we had exhausted every other approach. I am very thankful and helpful for their support. Uh, in CAMS over the last seven years. Well, there you go. You've had a good experience. Sadly, many people haven't had a good experience. Uh, And that's no reflection on the staff. Many of them are great staff, but unfortunately, this report seems to suggest that sometimes they're a little bit too quick to diagnose or to medicate, um, you know, in these particular circumstances. Anyway, look, there will be a full audit. And what that means is the 72 CAMS across the country, the teams, will all be audited. They will take a sample um, of patients, young people, and they will take a sample of patients and they will look through and get an independent diagnosis, an independent uh, analysis of all those patients and find out if they were given the correct medication or indeed find out if they're given the correct diagnosis. Um, and uh, the people will be contacted. So that's how the audit will work. It'll take a bit of time to go through that. And <clears throat> my fear is that South Kerry won't be the only place. My fear is that this could be a national problem. Uh, and I'm not saying that it would be all doctors or all psychologists. Or child psychiatrists, I believe that, you know, there's obviously individuals 
who may not be as good as other individuals are doing their job. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.